Many thanks for joining us on this episode of the Heart Podcast. My name is Dr. James Rudd. I'm the digital media editor at Heart, and I'm delighted to be joined today by Professor Johan Engdahl from the Karolinska Institute, Stockholm in Sweden. Uh, Professor Engdahl, many thanks for joining us on the podcast. Yeah, thank you very much, and I'm uh, delighted for the possibility to be here. Uh, Professor Engdahl has been involved with a uh, large-scale uh, stroke uh, atrial fibrillation screening study called the, the Stroke Stop Study. And one of the reasons that we asked uh, Johan to join us today was that he's recently written an editorial uh, about a paper published in Heart recently by first author Chan, uh, which concerns screening for atrial fibrillation uh, in Hong Kong. Um, Johan, how big a problem is uh, atrial fibrillation, let's say in Sweden, first of all? It's a very huge problem here at present, and it's a problem um, that will increase in size. The, the, um, uh, right now, around 3 or 4% of the population have a, diagnosis, uh, a known or confirmed diagnosis of atrial fibrillation, and maybe there are at least 1 or 2% more uh, with an undiagnosed or silent uh, disease. Um, and the, uh, the cost for the atrial fibrillation treatment is, uh, as we know, mostly driven by the, the cost of stroke, stroke care. And as you get older, the, the prevalence of atrial fibrillation increases massively, right? Above 75, for example. Yes, even, uh, even if you go from uh, 65 and, and uh, uh, upwards in age, uh, there's a very it's a fast increase in, in prevalence. Um, and it's also a, you have to take, take into account the, um, uh, the um, demographic changes that are coming around in, in our countries. That the, um, for instance, the, um, the number of 80-year-olds uh, will be uh, threefold more um, in 30 years in Sweden. Okay, so it's a it's a it's a it's a big problem now, but potentially a growing problem over the next uh, few decades. Definitely. And the paper that you um, were writing an editorial about in Hearts was a Hong Kong study uh, of approximately 13,000 uh, patients aged 18 and above. As I say, the first author was Dr. Chan. And they were screened for atrial fibrillation in quite a novel way. Uh, do you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yes, they were using... Um, uh, a smartphone uh, hardware and a smartphone software for ECG recording, which is, uh, which is a fairly fairly new new mode of uh, ECG recording. Uh, still, it has been used in a, in a few few studies, but this is also um, was a very large scaled um, study um, uh, using this technique. So this is the Alive Core iPhone case, is that correct? Yeah, that's yeah. correct. Okay. And how does this work for people that are listening to the podcast? Is this, do you need to put um, leads on the chest in the normal way, or is is the um, heart rhythm recorded through the through the uh, the skin of the hand, or how does this work? The uh, the system has two um, pads on the case, and you put your right and left uh, hand or fingers on each of these contacts, and this will record uh, one one ECG lead lead one. So um, you're using your upper extremities. Uh, to record ECG. Okay. Uh, so, so quite a low uh, low impact way of uh, of screening for atrial fibrillation. And it's a very low, um, simple technique, and and um, 
posterior can record a very large um, uh, large uh, amount of data um, at a low cost um, at some expense of uh, ECG quality, etc. If you compare to um, 12 ECG, but still, it's very effective for for large uh, large scale uh, screening. Okay, and in your editorial, you talk about um, how the authors uh, recruited their patients, and they they had a, there was a prevalence that they discovered of around 0.8 percent. Uh, newly diagnosed patients with atrial fibrillation and you felt this was probably because they had quite a few uh, very young patients all the way down to 18 is that is that correct is that something you can talk about maybe uh, yeah that's correct they uh, they invited people from uh, from 18 years and above so 18 years of age so uh, uh, as we uh, mentioned earlier the, the prevalence of um, atrial fibrillation is fairly low below 50 or 60 years of age. Uh, um, on the other hand, the, uh, I think the, the median age for the diagnosed um, person was 75 years. So that's, that illustrates that the yield um, yield for, for screening is is in the higher end of the age um, spectrum. I see. But still, it, it, uh, they had also the the ambition of, of um, uh, study the um, uh, the epidemiology of AF. Uh, in Hong Kong, so that's why they uh, included um, all adults. I, I think so. So um, all adults is not probably not the the optimal age if you want to uh, to have a reasonable yield uh, for screening. You want to take many AFs in um, persons aged aged below 65. I see, and of course um, this is seemingly fulfills the criteria of an ideal. Uh, screening test because there is an effective treatment. Well, certainly there's an effective way of reducing the risk of stroke once uh, atrial fibrillation has been discovered with the use of uh, warfarin or any of the the uh, the slightly newer generation of oral anticoagulants. And the you say in your editorial that stroke risk once treated uh, is reduced by around 60 to 70 percent, something like that. Exactly. The um... The, the primary goal for these screening efforts uh, is to, to reduce stroke, as you say, with the stroke risk in atrial fibrillation is, um, is increased uh, manifold uh, three to five times. And uh, uh, we have today uh, very effective treatments. Uh, we have for many years, as you say, warfarin, and now we have even more yeah. uh, options. Um, so it's a, uh, that's a good um, uh, starting point. Uh, the options we have today for, for treatment. So, in terms of um, targeting uh, a more um, or targeting more effectively the screening test, uh, you mentioned again in the editorial that uh, the CHADS score has been used even in patients without atrial fibrillation as a good way of predicting people um, in the population who may have atrial fibrillation. In other words, trying to identify patients with silent atrial fibrillation. Do you think that's the way to go? Something like a, a simple screening score or just using age, height, weight? How do you think um, we should do better in the future at picking up patients with silent atrial fibrillation for treatment? Well, I think we know we have some some data about this, but not all. But as you say, the, uh, there's a desire to, to, um, to target the screening effort to patients with high risk. And, and as you mentioned, the, the Chad-Svesk score um, is uh, tightly linked to, to prevalence of, of AF as well. 
so there are uh, some um, planned and ongoing uh, projects addressing it. We should target screening efforts uh, towards towards these um, these groups who just are not merely using uh, plain age, but still there is um, there's still um, a knowledge gap, I would say. And, and uh, but we're we're also in our group trying to um, uh, trying to um, uh, find some other ways of identifying these patients um, via biomarkers, for instance. Okay, so these would be circulating biomarkers that uh, are predictive of atrial fibrillation or are predict predictive of stroke or, or maybe both? Yeah, both. Uh, we think um, the uh, there are some reports from the large uh, uh, NOAC or coalition studies reporting a very strong correlation between um, some biomarker levels and the risk of stroke in patients with with a known atrial fibrillation and we have also some um, what you call maybe preliminary data indicated that that um, some biomarkers for instance the the anti-pro BMP could be used for identifying um, persons or patients with a with a higher risk of uh, incident AF. Okay, very interesting. Um, so I think that wraps it up for this episode of the Heart Podcast. Both the primary paper by Dr. Chan and the editorial uh, by uh, Professor Engdahl are now available online uh, in Heart. And uh, I want to thank you very much indeed, Johan, for joining us and listeners for this episode of the Heart Podcast. We'll see you again next time. Music